swords and handle art to spark souls and charge souls to cross roads and bandits are catacombs and giant doors protect the chest and stores some legendary items with the dragon bones and iron it's a grand theft of blood scrolls simon's quest the drawing earl rock shoes to earth clue keeps the exit gaming news the police get some bad dudes to crash crew like bandicoot all shit a game in english Control issues. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Yes, yes, y'all. Well, this is Control Issues. I am the AMC. And this is a dub. You can find us at control-issues.com. You can also go to your podcast provider, whoever that may be, whatever that may be these days, and you know, look for control issues, no dash. You can find us, you can download us, you can rate us, you can review us. You can give us five stars since we're in a given mood. It's the it's the given season. You can also go on over to Twitter. My control issues is the handle and hop on over to twitch.tv slash control issues pod where we put up gameplay videos for your viewing pleasure every so often. And we just like to know you're out there. AMC, how you doing? Good. Living living well on uh fresh off my second Thanksgiving meal. Fresh nice. off of my Third straight day of leftovers. <laughs> fresh off the gravy boat. <laughs> oh, fresh off that gravy. Oh yeah, so much gravy. Oh, too much gravy. Um, <laughs> you yeah. just you just keep it in a teacup, sipping. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. How was your Thanksgiving, my man? Uh, not bad. I mean, the best part of it happened while I was in the shower. Uh, my sister came by, dropped off some cupcakes. I don't know how long she stayed, but. Uh, I missed it. Uh, watched some Creed with the family. Made a small plate, trying to control my portions. You, know. you watch OG Creed? Yeah, OG Creed. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> Swole ass Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, I'm dangerous. He's like, hey, don't call me, don't call me Baby Creed. <laughs> you, Baby when Creed. He, when he punches out that rapper. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I didn't see all that. But uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. I'll go back and check it out. But yeah, just watched a bit of that movie, sat around with the fam, ate a little bit of food, had a cupcake, and went back to my routine, working out, eating sensibly. <laughs> Going to try to extend that into the weekends instead of pigging out like I normally do. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, man, just having a good old time. How about that game? And how about that game in life? How that been? Oh, you know about that game in life. Uh, Diablo, they dropped season 22 back on the 20th. So I wanted to complete my my season family. So I decided it's time to start The Barbarian. Wasn't looking forward to it, but I knew just with what I know about Diablo and how I play the game, I would eventually figure out the synergy of the moves and the runes and figure out what I want to do then steadily make this climb to torment 16 did not go that way out the out at the outset started the game on master like I normally do just fighting my way up at that point when you're when you're just starting the game season play you start from scratch you have nothing no characters you level zero no items no stash no paragon levels 
you just start from scratch. So did that with the Barbarian. It was tough, man. I had to stay on Master for a long time. Normally, when you find your first legendary item, that's when it's like, okay, now I can bump it up to Torment. Found my first legendary. Wasn't really something that pushed the needle for me. I think I found like two or three more. It, it was still there. I was just like, oh, I'm almost to that legendary status. Like I was getting close to level 70. And then finally, just like the loot I needed started dropping. It's like, okay, now I can take out this level 28 boot and put on a level 68 boot. <laughs> that kind of stuff. Just getting massive jumps in my stats. So then I found this hammer. And what this hammer does is when you're hitting enemies, it might call down a bolt of lightning that hits them with like 800% weapon damage. And once I got that, it was like, oh, then I could switch my basic attack to the frenzy, speed up my attack speed. So I'm just hitting dudes and every other hit is just like lightning, lightning, lightning. lightning. <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as I got that hammer, just like enemies were melting. So I was like, all right, torment two, still melting. Torment three. Okay. Getting a little, little resistance here. Doing that, uh, finally start getting some ancients to drop, start doing some riffs, get my, my legendary gems that I need, and I start just massively boosting my power. Long story short, over this week, I went from nothing with the Barbarian to Paragon 475 now. And I believe Paragon 475, Torment 14. And I yeah. still have... Yeah, I still got a lot of legroom with this build. Like if I get, I have two more items that I need ancient versions of, which are going to add 750% weapon damage per attack each. Uh, I still have a bunch of, a bunch of equipment where it's like the stats are great, but the abilities aren't. So I'm looking for better stuff with abilities that I can utilize. I still have a gym that I can upgrade to its highest tier. I still have space to upgrade my legendary gems to squeeze even more power out. So I feel like I can get the Barbarian to Torment 16 with relative ease once I just get the right drops. And you know what, if I do that or if I get to Paragon 800, I figure by the time I get Paragon 800, I'll be done with the Barbarian. Then I'm going to start up a wizard for old time's sake and just keep rolling. But yeah, man, all that in lieu of going back to Divinity 2 or Bioshock Infinite like I was supposed to. I probably would have beat Infinite by now if I approached it with the same zeal and tenacity that I went into Diablo. But hey, you know, sometimes you choose the games, sometimes the games choose you. AMC, what have you been playing? Uh, two games this week, actually three games this week. One, I, mm. I failed to mention the previous week, but it has consumed a lot of my life. And that being Mario Kart Tour on the iPhone. You know, at cross-gen. Um, yeah, so Mario Kart Tour, what they're doing right now is they have a Mario versus Luigi um, tour. And basically, so what happens is when the week started out, you chose your, your side, Team Mario, Team Luigi. They also let you know which racers are going to be on Team Mario, which racers are going to be on Team Luigi. After going through all of that, Marissa had chose Team Luigi. I looked at it for myself, and you know, I was like, you know what, I got a ride for mine. So I, I also chose Team Luigi. Yes. Um, as of right now, Team Luigi is 
having its ass handed to them by Team Mario. It is. They showed the overall total of... So the way it works is you play a match. There are these um, team tokens all over the map. So if like you're Luigi, you see Luigi tokens. If you're Mario, you see the Mario, Mario tokens. And you collect those tokens and that just gets uh, contributed to a pool for Team Luigi or Team Mario. And then what Nintendo does then is they release the percentages of um, basically how much the team is up by. So as of right now, I believe it's Team Mario has garnered around 67% of the votes or ticket tokens, while Team Luigi has collected a mere, I believe, 37% of the tokens. So it's not looking good for Team Luigi. And I've been, I've been on Reddit trying to push people to get down. What I do like is it has... It has engaged the community in a way where people are now talking about cheating now in Mario Kart Tour when there wasn't talk of cheating before, which is awesome. Uh, people are coming up with strategies of how to get more tokens to push their teams along. There's, um, I don't know if we're going to get into those stories, but now there's people who apparently have made bots so that it will autoplay Mario Kart Tour and wow. collect tokens. It's, I don't know. There's all there's all types of accusations and conspiracy theories flowing around, but I'm enjoying it. There because, always is. Yeah, because this is the most um, the most the community has um, you know has contributed to just the dialogue when it comes to any of these tours. So um, I consider that a a win for. I guess Mario Kart Tour and Nintendo. Uh, on top of that, I'm playing a little bit of Ori in the Blind Forest. That game is continuing to be the shit. Got a new ability, push forward, mm. did some more platforming. Um, Mercer and I were just talking about how fun it is and yet how challenging it is because you die all the time. And what's great is you do have an option where, so you have your attack and you build it up with like these soul spheres and you can use one soul sphere to then create a save point. And so as long as you bank that, you can always save and you need to save often because you die often. But with that, it's it's a fun game. It's It looks like a Pixar movie. It has all the appeal of a kid game and then you hop in there and then it has all the difficulty of like of a metro. Oh, oh, of a man game. Yeah, of a man <laughs> game. Of a, of a grown ass game. Of a girlfriend game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it's uh, it's incredible. Um, and then outside of that, play a little bit more of Doom Eternal. I am now, as I was mentioning to you in the pre-show, I am at the final boss in the game. I pushed my way through hell, made it to heaven, back on earth, and handling business with the biggest of all the demons that, that demon day. And mm. yeah, and uh, about I put in about an hour <laughs> trying to take him down um it, it comes in phases uh luckily i hit a save point a checkpoint so i'm in the second phase of the battle and that's where i stopped to then hop on and record with your boy and yeah it's um the final act has been awesome what i love about this game is it seems very short <laughs> i have no idea how long i've been playing it for maybe a month and that's a really short game for uh, the the very little amount I get to play um, to be near the end of the game and have gotten all the weapons and all that good stuff. Um, and yeah, can, the game continues to, um, to just wow me with just some of the, uh, some of the, the battles and what they throw at you and what you're able to, how you, how you have to adjust to the combat. And I just much like my boy Goku, I just feel myself, dying but yet getting better at the game mm -hmm. um we discuss this with the when people have issues with games being too difficult 
but you what they fail to realize is those little progressions as like you die and you're like i'm gonna make this adjustment you die and you're like i'm gonna make this adjustment next thing you know you're just playing the game at a different level and you're able to handle encounters in ways that you weren't able to handle them before and that's uh that's very much been the experience of doom eternal is i come up to a situation get my ass handed to me die a couple times and next thing you know i'm i'm lasting a little bit longer i'm now i have a a good loadout i know which guns i need to utilize in combat i I understand the different waves of the battle and how to make those adjustments on the fly and yeah um now being at the end of the game um it's it's i'm in the right place for the climax and to put this game down and move on to the next thing so hopefully by next week i will be i will have moved on to something new something better um but yeah let's get into the topics of the week Top topics of the week. What you got, Adele? I'm leading off. I'm going to hit him with it. Should I hit him small? Should I hit him big? Uh, yeah, let's hit him big. I hit him. I hit him. I hit him. Hit him low. Hit him low. Hit him low. Oh, man. Uh, we'll just go right into it. PlayStation Plus games for December 2020 have been announced. Yes. Are you ready? Oh, I was born ready. Is your body ready? Oh, my body is hard, and I did some push-ups, so you know it's ready. So then you ready for some worms rumble. (laughs) 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 According to IGN, Worms Rumble is the latest entry in the long-running series that offers intense, real-time, arena-based, 32-player cross-platform combat. Featuring both deathmatch and battle royale game modes, seasonal events, daily challenges, community collaborations, there's something here for everyone. AMC, you gonna be playing some worms? You got you got cross platform? No, nah, I'm <laughs> not gonna be playing worms. I haven't played worms since I think Worms Armageddon or something along those lines. And I mean Worms is a great game, but uh yeah, at this point, at this juncture in my life, I'm I think I'm good on worms. I ain't never played a worms. I ain't never gonna play a worms. <laughs> it's not because I don't like worms. It's, it just doesn't do anything for me. But this next game does. Just cause four. Oh, is it is it running right? Is it? <laughs> <laughs> is it slowing down when I'm blowing it up? <laughs> uh, Just cause four puts you in the shoes of Rico Rodriguez in South America. You have 1,024 square kilometers of an exotic playground just waiting to be explored with a wingsuit, grappling hook, and more. Uh, According to IGN's review of Just Cause 4, it has everything you expect from a Just Cause game, almost to a fault. Relative to Just (laughs) Cause 3, the improvements are widespread across its beautiful open world, but generally minor. So while blowing up yet another dictator's army is the same kind of mindless, explosive, fun, and physics-based comedy the series is built on, it doesn't do much to incorporate the new weather systems or grapple modes, grapple mods into the game. I believe Just Cause 4, this is the one where they have like tornadoes for the big thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they would just sweeping. You get tornadoes. <laughs> I think you get like the weather gun where you can shoot a tornado. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and last, oh, what's up? oh, yeah, what do you think? What are you going to do? I'm getting it. Um, you know, I, I never really got into the Just Cause series. I know that um, you showed me what was it, Just Cause 2 back in the day, and that game looked awesome. Um, you know, I just never really got into the series. And I did like that they leaned into kind of the um, the more comical side of it, as mentioned in the review, uh, especially with, um, 
you know, we haven't been getting the Saints Rose game, so we needed something to step up that just over the top action. And this was always the game I remember. What was it Just Cause Three where they added in that? I guess it was the grappling thing where you can just stick it onto something else and then like it starts pulling it and you could pull something as big as say a building let's <laughs> say an aircraft carrier out of the sky to then attach onto something else. Um, so you know, it was just crazy big explosions. Um, I know like the knock on the older, older one was that um, if it ran properly, so maybe just cause four runs better. Hopefully. Uh, yeah. But I mean, just cause series, it seems like one of those, games that like if you're just looking to hop into an open world and just have a a good old time um this is the type of game for you and why not uh, the proverbial blast yeah <laughs> yeah and who knows run it on ps5 from the hard drive maybe the performance issues dissipate last but definitely not least rocket arena Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Rocket Arena is an explosive online 3v3 shooter filled with fantastic heroes and distinctive rockets. Time dodges, lead your targets, and utilize unique items like the rocket magnet, the trip mine, and the speed boost. In this game that IGN said feels a bit like Super Smash Brothers. AMC, when are you downloading it? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I mean, it's a clean sweep of not getting any of these games for me this month. Not knocking them. Uh, this one came out of nowhere. I'd never even heard of Rocket Arena. Um, it looks, yeah, it looks kind of like, I, I guess, Smash Bros. I would have said more like um, Fortnite, but in like a Quake style arena where you're not building shit, you're just shooting rockets. It's it's what everybody loved about Halo is put on only rockets and then jump around in the air and try to hit the homie. Um, only rockets. Wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was the best. It'd be only rockets or only pistols is how you ran that halo. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, <laughs> this is, this is definitely not AMC's month, but you know, I, I, I feel like these are all games that appeal to somebody, people who are looking for a good multiplayer game then you also got people who are looking for a good open world game. And then you got wanton destruction. Yeah. And then you got people looking for a good, I guess, turn based worm, worm on worm crime simulator. Worm simulator. Yeah. That big worm simulator. You can, you can eat the dark dirt or the bright dirt. Yeah. <laughs> Play with my emotions, Smokey. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know about this month, but I'm not going to knock it. Hey, Dub, how do you feel about uh, Rocket Arena? I don't really feel much of anything. It was not a game that I even knew existed, and it doesn't seem like something that I'm going to pay much attention to now. So kudos to whoever would enjoy those things. I mean, there's definitely something for a decent amount of people in there. I think Just Cause 4 is definitely the big the big prize of December. So, you know, another month of PS Plus, another month. The people getting pissed off. Yeah. So we got your troll of the week. Troll of the week. Troll, troll of the week. <laughs> they're coming sideways at PS Plus games for December. Here's how they go start. <laughs> nah, not my month. <laughs> I'll give them credit. That's not really trolling. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty much what I. That was my breakdown. Yeah, I was like, "Hey, trolling." <laughs> Next show says was really expecting neck two hashtag free neck two. There's <laughs> always somebody on on that neck train in the comments. Next show says looks like Sony is continuing to bring mediocrity into the next gen. <laughs> Yeah. Do you think we see Knack 3 on the PS5? <laughs> <laughs> I sincerely hope so, and I hope it's amazing. Yeah, okay. Like, you could play as each individual part of Knack. <laughs> yeah, it's just all, like, particle physics. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it's a platformer at the highest level, but on the lowest level, it's like Minecraft. <laughs> Yeah, I like to see you're making neck. <laughs> I like to see a crossover between control and neck where you're throwing the monster. So the the, the neck guy is basically the control lady's uh, minion and you can Ooh. launch him or break you him down. You can launch him, he breaks into pieces. You yeah. pick up the pieces, put them together. <laughs> make it, take his body, make fists on your hands. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> take his body and make like that that rock shield. Yeah. <laughs> Next troll says, going from Hollow Knight to these games is just embarrassing. <laughs> well, I mean, you still got Hollow Knight, dude. Like, exactly. <laughs> what's what's so embarrassing? Like every month can't be a winner for everybody. Yeah. yeah whatever. Next troll, this is a big pass list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> pass, pass, pass. <laughs> Next show says yet another clear win for Xbox. <laughs> I, I think I looked up the uh, games with gold and it definitely wasn't a clear win. If I remember correctly. But, yeah. Quite a number of people in the comments were saying it. It's like, yeah. I'd still, still <laughs> game was gold. <laughs> <laughs> Next show says just cause three and four are trash. <laughs> just had to hate on just cause three. <laughs> Just to get it, just cause more. Well, you know, if you don't like them, you don't like them. Hey, they, it's a popcorn game. You put it on, you blow some shit up, you have a good time. Do you think when Common said, if I don't like it, I don't like it, doesn't mean that I'm hating? Do you think he was really hating? I think he was. That's one of those. <laughs> no, that's one of, because just calling somebody a hater was just, it wasn't really a means to be like, oh, you're your judgment isn't reasonable or rational. Like people would just call you a hater when they didn't like your opinion. Yeah. So, but then the defense to that was like, well, you know, I just don't like it. <laughs> that doesn't make me a hater. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I wrote why, a bar. Why I wrote, am I being judged for my opinion? <laughs> yeah, I wrote a bar about it. it. Doesn't mean I'm hating. It's like <laughs> you wrote a bar about it, <laughs> <laughs> and they have to defend yourself preemptively. <laughs> <laughs> oh mercy next troll says yep another month of disappointment so over ps plus yeah so you held in this long and you didn't catch the picture until now like ps plus it dude the system gives you a whole smattering of games. They can't give you something that's just selling like crazy or something that's like the hot hyped item right out the bat. And it's like, if you're over PS Plus because of Just Cause 4 and Worms and Rocket Arena, I don't think 
that you were ever into PS plus to begin with. Yeah. And I think um, what is, I guess, glossed over is the fact that the value of PS plus has increased that much more with the addition of, I guess, backwards compatibility or forwards compatibility. It's like now that you can, because before it'd be like, Oh, we're, we're still releasing PS three games. It's like, yeah, but I don't touch my PS three, but now you can download these PS4 games, play them on the PS5 with better frame rates, with ray tracing possibly. Uh, better. Well, not. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And so you're being you're playing better qualities uh, games of your PS4 games. So I think the the value of PS Plus has actually increased now with that with that addition of backwards compatibility. That I guess what I feel like gets overlooked when people do this. I'm hating on PS Plus thing. Last troll. More crap, I see. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, we do this dance every month. It's like, yo, PS Plus, it's in a hard spot. They only have two or three offerings that they could put on the table each month. They can't give you something that's brand new unless it's like, oh, this is being released all plus. I mean, you got bug snacks. What more could you possibly want? But they're also in a spot where they can't give you something. They got to give you something that you probably haven't played before. And unfortunately, especially when people are renting games and borrowing games, <laughs> buying games, usually you play, you're playing everything. And then you get mad when PS Plus don't give you the things you want. So it's kind of messed up. Y'all need to just broaden your horizons, learn how to enjoy some different flavors in life. Some flavors that maybe you need to culture your palate for. <laughs> yes. Uh, let's get into I mean, that. if nothing else, we got Just Cause 4, so. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a serviceable game. I'm sure people will love it. It's not like it's a bad game at all. Uh, it's like it's one thing to put out games that maybe you're not interested in. It's another thing to put out a bad game. And by all accounts, I, I believe Just Cause 4 isn't a bad game. It just might not be for everybody. And unless your PS Plus subscription is renewing in like the next month or two, just wait till next month. Exactly. <laughs> or play some, some more, more free Knight. games to bitch about. Yeah, play Hollow Knight yeah. and sit here agonizing over the wait for Silk Song like I am. <laughs> AMC, you got our next topic of the week. Top topic of the week. I will take this one. All right, I'm going to do that Red Dead Online story. A dub. Oh, you poaching. Yeah, because I have no, I have no, I, all I have is a question. So, <laughs> um, so Red Dead Online, Red Dead Online, yes, we'll be getting a standalone version of the game. So you don't have to play single player. We're just gonna cut out the middleman. You know, we're gonna cut out all the cut out the single man. <laughs> yeah, you know, you forget the main course. It's all about fries and and onion rings and what other sides and barbecue sauce (laughs) and honey (laughs) honey. (laughs) Um, Uh, yes and and a hash brown (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so uh, just cutting up potatoes in different ways no it's not fries it's a hash brown yeah just live off of the sides uh yeah red dead online will be getting its own standalone version of the game that will be coming to xbox one ps4 and pc starting december 1st oh Oh, we got some more news, A-Dub. Um, it will regularly be priced at $20. Yes. But Rockstar has said that the game will be on sale until February 15, 2021 for so, 
five bucks. Oh, $4.99. They're giving it away. So, fellas, you have until the day after Valentine's Day to jump on this deal. So, oh, actually, what? End of Valentine's Day? So, handle your business and then handle your business. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, that's right. So, yeah, if you were a fan of Red Dead Online, but you didn't want any of that story, Guess what? Now you can jump on Red Dead and just play with your homies. Exactly. I think Rockstar, one of the first games to monetize the the multiplayer on its own. Yeah, I mean, so what do you think about this? We got, what's it? Uh, GTA Online will be free for PS5 owners. Um, then you yeah, got. It's just to wet your beak a little. Yeah, then you got Red Dead Online for five bucks. Wait, do you think this is a sign of things to come with how Rockstar, I guess, views their games moving forward or just how they monetize their games? Uh, what, do you, what do you think about all this? Well, I, I feel like Activision with Call of Duty Cold War did something similar where people could could decide which portion that they want to download. But I don't think they sold them separately. So this is a different business model, however, especially given... The hard drive size is the the means in which people have available to them to expand the storage on their consoles. I can fully see that it's likely that developers this generation will offer their multiplayer and single player modes separately. Whether they charge for it or not, that's another deal. Rockstar is leading the pack here on that, but... I definitely see a future where we can choose between multiplayer and single player just for the opportunity to save some, some storage space. Man. So if red dead online say continues to get more successful and is as successful as GTA online, do you think they're never putting out another game again? <laughs> and a, never another single player. Yeah. They just, we just done making more games. We just have GTA online and red dead online forever from here on out. <laughs> Uh, that I don't see that happening because those online experiences themselves due to high-speed internet and connected consoles, those can be updated and modified perpetually as they are. So they don't have to reinvent the wheel every time they want to come out with another game. So they can keep making content for it, keep updating it. Well, at the same token, they can have their other studios plugging away at a single-player experience hopefully some single player DLC again one of these days. There's no reason why there shouldn't have been a, a Undead Nightmare 2. That should have happened. I should be playing that right now, but I'm not and I'm sad. But yeah, man, I definitely see a future where we're getting these standalone multiplayer. Because don't, don't forget, we were told by Naughty Dog that the factions mode for The Last of Us 2 isn't like gone for good they just didn't ship it with the last of us too so i fully expect and anticipate that they're going to release their factions mode separately that's probably going to be like 20 bucks i highly doubt it's going to be free however given the controversy and the the dry salt all over the streets from all the tears over the last of us too i wouldn't be surprised if they gave it out for free just to avoid the drama let's get into that next topic of the week Top topic of the week. What you got, a Dev? Well, got a little hiccup. Got a little snafu on the Microsoft side. Mm. 
looks like uh, there were some multi-platform PlayStation 5 games that, that outperformed the Series X in some ways. And that's not supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah, so specifically the headline reads, Microsoft is working on why PS5 outperforms the Series X in certain games. Uh, this information came to light in an interview that Phil Spencer did with The Verge. Uh, according to them, there were some titles that are outperforming their Series X counterparts on the PS5. For instance, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which has been heavily promoted by Microsoft, also runs a bit smoother on PS5, with the Series X version showing screen tearing and regular frame rate dips below 60 frames. No, not that tearing. Mm. And the same story plays out in Dirt 5. This information all coming from IGN. Uh, they say for Dirt 5, the image quality and resolution go in favor of PS5. That's not supposed to happen. No. Dirt's developer has acknowledged this performance gap and has already said it's in the works on a fix. And then the kicker for me is that with Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War, there is a 120 frames per second mode, but it performs better on PS5. What? Mm, weird. Because Microsoft was the only company touting 120 frames per second as a feature of their console and games. Like I believe Halo Infinite's supposed to run at 120 once it once it comes together. Mm. So it's kind of odd for PS5 to have the edge there. However, the article goes on to provide a pretty straightforward explanation that might be the case as to why we're seeing a disparity between these two consoles, despite one being clearly more powerful than the other it's that xbox series x development kits went out about five months before its release so developers really didn't have the time they needed in order to get what they wanted to get out of this machine going forward maybe we'll see a smaller disparity maybe we'll see no disparity at all maybe we'll see xbox just killing it but until then we have this issue and it's not that big of a deal when you think about the circumstances. AMC, how do you feel about this? Uh, I mean, this is something for people to to talk that shit. <laughs> I feel like, um, but I mean, it's it's good though because I mean, there is all this, there's all this uh, mis I won't say misinformation, but uh, the initial I guess talks were like, oh, like the the Xbox is more powerful than the PlayStation Five, and that's all that matters. <laughs> nothing, yeah. nothing more to see. But like, really, like it always comes down to like, let's see how the games like actually run and so to hear that there are there is this i guess back and forth with um different experiences with certain games it's not a guarantee that certain games will run better on one console over the other um just shows that it's a little more of an even playing field if anything especially when it comes to this age of um wanting to customize your gameplay experience towards i guess what is it like ray tracing versus fidelity versus yada 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 speed or smoother frame rates um i guess um it'll be something for those very specific personality types to read in between like just read all the details and then try to decide which console they want yeah. to end up with yeah figure out which console they want to talk shit about yeah yeah and defend like i'm not uh, it's it, the the article goes on to provide details about the performance of the xbox that 
seem to match up with what's been reported on paper. I mean, overall, when it comes to resolution and ray tracing, the Series X is taking the crown there. But on the other side of it, when it comes to overall performance and stability, the PS5 has got that covered. So that syncs up with Microsoft saying that they made this beast of a console in order to be able to handle ray tracing at the highest resolution, at the highest frame rate. You won't have to compromise. You guys are getting what you're all about in that box. While PlayStation, it's all about the solid state hard drive being custom and being able to deliver blazing speeds, which will help ensure that you have stable performance as well as just that frame rate staying smooth, having things ready to go at a moment's notice. AMC, is this going to change your opinion about either console? Is this going to influence your purchasing decisions? Uh, no, to be honest, no. Um, I was already, I'm a PlayStation guy. I get PlayStation consoles. Um, and then I have a Switch already right now. So as of right now, it's me just waiting for PS5s to become available. And then I'll go out and pick up one. But yeah, I'm not at all in a rush to move on to the next console generation. So, I mean, it doesn't really like tip the scale in either way, just because I knew I was going to get a PlayStation. And because I have a Switch, there's not a strong hunger as of right now to get an Xbox. But I mean, maybe eventually if enough games come out and things along those lines um, start to interest me in that direction, maybe I'll end up picking up an Xbox down the line. But um, yeah, no, it doesn't. None of that really matters to me. I've never been a big gaming guy, anyways. Like when, not I'm, I'm a big gaming guy. Not a big, <laughs> Who are you, sir? Uh, yeah, not a big um, visual guy as far as like needing the top of the line of anything. And so, um, yeah, it doesn't really matter to me. But I'm sure for people who care, it matters to them a lot. Yes, quite a bit. Their whole identities are invested. In yeah. All of this. <laughs> Well, AMC, you got our next topic of the week. Top topic of the week. No, A-Dub, I actually only have questions. So if you want to, we could save it for later and you can uh, hit up some other topics. How do you want to do this? Well, I got one quick hit. Yes. And it's a big quick hit. Mm. It's something that I didn't even know was a possibility. Something that lurked in the back of my mind, but I never paid it any. We are getting... In summer of 2021, a remaster of the 1998 PlayStation RPG Saga Frontier. What? There you go. <laughs> That's the response I was looking for. <laughs> no, I understand. It's it's definitely a very obscure title. It's back in the back in like the hot streak of Square Enix when they were just on fire. So yeah, this game came out on PlayStation. It didn't take the same route as a Final Fantasy VII that went full 3D. Uh, instead, this was 2D with a lot of 3D and fully rendered or 3D and pre-rendered elements mixed in to kind of bridge that gap. So it leans more toward the digital era of JRPG. JRPGs, it was a title that I rented by chance at Blockbuster back when that was a place that you could go to do stuff. And Man, it's, there's something so unique and mysterious about it that it just captivated me. I had no idea what I was doing. And when reading up on the game to get the information about this remaster, it became quite clear why I didn't know 
what was going on because the beginning of the game is very vague and you have a bunch of different storylines happening at the same time. However, as you progress the story and those individual tales begin to knit together, things become more clear. Uh, Saga Frontier, it's going to bring updated graphics, events, cutscenes, enhancements, and even a new protagonist named Fuse that also may be known as Detective Roster. <laughs> as with yes. many remastered RPGs, it also includes a high-speed function to help with the many battles players will undoubtedly face. So I'm extremely pumped about this because while I did play the game back in the day and enjoy the hell out of it, it's like you would you would play through sections where everything was within your skill level and then you just hit this one encounter where an enemy is far too great for you to ever think about <laughs> taking on and would just wreck your shit. So I understand that at the time I was playing the game, I hadn't developed my RPG brain. I hadn't learned the ins and outs of gaming as I know them to this day as a grown ass man. So I'm excited to get this remaster on day one and I'm just going to tear it to shreds because I'll finally be able to understand what I'm doing, where I'm going and why things need to happen, what order to approach things, what to avoid. <laughs> no more getting wrecks from me. AMC, how do you feel about this? Yeah, the game looks great. Um, I didn't know. That I, music. I, yeah, I never heard about it until until today. And uh, just seeing that trailer and everything they had to offer. Like every time I see a game like this, I'm always like, why am I just hearing about this? And like, why aren't, they, <laughs> like, like, why aren't people talking more about these games? Because it's just like, there is always it's the typical like all right there's final fantasy i don't know fire emblem what 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 are the other like uh like big rpgs out there that like final fantasy fire emblem persona dragon yeah, persona, quest yeah so it's like the same games get talked about and then there's always like there's these ones off to the side like what is it like weiss and like yeah yeah yes. it's like a little more on the fringe but like they're like on like they're on like 8 of those games yeah <laughs> like it's like somebody's getting this or like they're white they're like hugely popular in japan and we're just not hearing about them but then yeah as i see that game and i see it open up and you see like all right it has all the story all the things i love about those games but then you start seeing the gameplay mechanics and you're <sighs> just like oh this isn't just um because every now and then when you see those games you think it's like a paint by numbers jrpg where it's like all right we're just gonna do a little bit of everything that all jrpgs do but then you see this game do something a little different and it's just like fuck like I it's my hands on that. bad different. <laughs> it is so different it yeah. made no sense <laughs> <laughs> and i loved it for that because i know it makes sense it just made no sense to me and i'm, I'm looking forward to just understanding every frame of that game <laughs> yeah it's gonna be huge so 2021 we already got some good news on top of good news i'm loving it <laughs> oh man yeah it's awesome yeah so as mentioned it's a, it's a it's a slow news week you know it's a uh, black friday so you know the media outlets aren't going to get away of all these sales and they're not going to announce things while people are out buying other shit so not a ton of news so i pulled up a question let me ask you a question Thank you, A-Dub. And I do have a question for you. This question You'll be asking me a question. Yes. A-Dub, what is your favorite storyline in a game? 
So what are your favorite storylines in games as far as like we, we were fresh off of Ghost of Tsushima, some other games that have great stories. Do you have some favorites of all time? Oh, well, of course, The Last of Us is up there. I can't help but drop on that first just because when you talk about story, you talk about video games, that's the one that melded the two elements together just so perfectly. It perfectly paced. It was heartfelt. You saw just a, a stone of a man eventually learn to soften and <laughs> welcome love back into his heart. Yeah, it was that was just amazing, especially the circumstances that they had to wade through in order to reach that that resolution and change the game. Another story, I know. I know there's some games with some good stories. That I can really happen here while you while you think of one. Yeah, so yeah, jump in. as I as I mentioned, Ghost of Tsushima. I know there's some recency bias, but that game is absolutely amazing. Love the storyline. Um, love the um, the twists and turns with the storyline because, yeah, like it's you think you think you're working your way towards this thing, and then you realize, oh, it's more about this thing. And I'm kind of going through that with Doom Eternal, where it's like I beat the boss. But yet there's another boss. And um, there, that twist in the game ended up being, um, I felt like, very necessary uh, for the evolution of, of Jin. Because, you know, if, if you just went through and kind of accomplished what you had set out to do, it would have been very uh, textbook and also very straightforward. But that that twist, um, I felt like, just added a whole nother layer to like what the game was really about that entire time. Like you think it's about, this thing but it's really about something even greater than that and also something very personal to yes. him which is like i guess family and so yeah um that game and just loving all the um the side stories with like all the other characters and playing those out and just the the time it, that they put into each individual character in that game to represent just uh just an aspect of just his life and what he's dealing with um and just treachery and trust and all those things. Um, yeah, just a very well-told story. And so, yeah, I, I really enjoyed Ghost of Tsushima for those reasons. Another story that I really enjoyed, Horizon Zero Dawn. Mm. So I, you see the, the robot animals, you see the, the tribal wear of the main character and the NPCs, but it's when you understand why those two things coexist that the game itself just takes on a, a much bigger presence. And yeah, it's got a decent amount of twists, a decent explanation of the fall and then the rebirth that, yeah, man, it, it had me hooked. I was hunting through that game for audio files and, and text files just to figure out every little morsel of what was going on. Uh, the main character was beautifully written as far as their background and who they are, why they are who they are. So without spoiling anything, I will just say Horizon Zero Dawn, not only are its visuals gorgeous to look at, but its story is very engaging and entertaining at every step of the way. You got another one? Um, yeah, we're going to continue with uh, recent games. I'm going to say Doom, just the Doom franchise. Yeah, they the way that they've decided to set up the lore to make it more than what the game was, at least in the PC days, um, 
and how they were able to bridge the two storylines. Uh, what I love about Doom 2 is that it doesn't beat you over the head with the story as far as you can just play the game, skip cutscenes, not really need to know what's going on. And it would still be within the... Uh, be within like the, the confines of the story, which is basically this guy who just wants to kill everything, like kill all the demons and put a stop to them. But then if you read into the lore, then you understand that motivation a lot more and why he's just this, this, this destroyer, this slayer, this doom guy. Um, and it adds a whole nother layer to that. And I, I felt like they did a really good job of not needing to suck you into it. But if you, took the time there was a huge payoff in understanding why everything is happening and why it will always be happening um <laughs> yeah uh it's yeah it's a it's a great game and um i i've read all the files i believe i got a trophy for collecting all the audio not audio files but they're they're like scriptures around the world that are part of this book of kings you getting religious no i'm getting very religious they uh, yeah I, what i love about doom is it also explains like a lot of religious iconography from their perspective uh, because basically having to do with like the aliens and their influence on mankind and then how they're really like using them to basically play this game with uh, hell in order to um, basically give themselves immortality. Um, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. Um, and it's almost like very like Da Vinci code esque, but just in the world of doom, <laughs> I'll say, uh, so yeah, um, I, I absolutely love that game. Do you have anything else that comes to mind? God of war on PS4. Yes. Now we all know and love Kratos. We had five games to get a, get acquainted with them. Three numbered entries in the God of war franchise, as well as what chains of Olympus and, God of War Ascension. <laughs> so we've known him as just the menace of Greek mythology, taking down all the gods, plunging Greece into just natural disasters of epic proportions. But then we're presented with a new Kratos, an older Kratos, a bearded Kratos that lives in the north, is in a whole new realm with new mythology, Norse mythology. You got you got guys like, you got, you got, what's his name? Balder and Magni and Modi and Thor's running around somewhere. Man, it's, everything is just completely different. And with that comes a more grounded and realistic tone. You got a tighter camera, you have grittier, more intimate combat. And you got this man raising his son who's like, a teenager by now or a preteen teenager, whatever he's around that area and trying to get him not only to be a good man, a strong warrior, but also a worthy God. So <laughs> it's, uh, Oh man, just the way it's shot and the way everything is presented. It's, it's a very heartfelt like father son story on top of being this, bigger than life tale of just another chapter in the Kratos saga. It's excellent. Leaves you on the hook for potentially another game. God of War Ragnarok is supposed to be coming soon. PS5. Mm. <laughs> Man, what'd you think of God of War? Or did yeah, you thought, have another one? Yeah, no, I thought God of War was great. Um, what they were able to do, and like, I, I pretty much, yeah, pretty much. I only played 
the first God of War and I loved it. But, you know, like I was, the story just didn't suck me. And it was just like, ah, like that first, like <laughs> that first iteration of God of War was just anger. And it was very much of the time. Like it felt like, oh, this is the game I should be playing right now. I'm a teenager. I hate, I hate, <laughs> I hate authority. And, uh, I feel like I've been I've been screwed over, and I want to get revenge. <laughs> like, uh, and so yeah, like it it fit the narrative, and then you see that with the developers, they grow up, and you then you're on the other side of that, and that's what I love to see is how how like basically this modern take on Kratos, where now it's he's been through that, he was avenging the loss of his family, he now has a son, and the person that he became in his goal is now trying to do right, I guess, or try to give back. And so now he's trying to raise this kid and he's had such a harsh life that he wants to teach this kid about this harsh life, but also like, I don't know, he's still a kid. And so you gotta, yeah. you gotta have patience for that. And so you see like Kratos struggle with that. Um, and ultimately like, yeah, you, you feel like he's, somewhat redeemed even though he wasn't really wrong it was just in the first series it was just like he just he was he was basically punisher um mm -hmm. and so you they found a way to give humanity back to that that character who could have been easily just an a duke nukem left to the past like where it's just like, a caricature of himself yeah just a a, a character from you know, from another era that represents toxic masculinity and all that good stuff. Um, you know, fun stuff. Yeah, I love fun stuff. Uh, so yeah, it's. <laughs> I felt like God of War was absolutely amazing, and even some of the twists and just how they were able to work in that Norse mythology. Um, yeah, I'd say um, throwing that axe. Yeah, they did a they did a great job with that game. Um, you know, I don't really have to get any other ones. Uh, Persona Five would would have been the last one. Um, just a game that was all about it was very i think of the times i felt like which was great with like me too and everything a game that's all about power and the abuse of power and just kids trying to fucking like speak truth and point out like all the nonsense that's going on in their society and so um yeah i felt like persona was a game that I hopped into because of the gameplay and because of the art style and music, but then the story is really what won me over and what is what kept me playing for all what felt like 300 hours of that game. And so, yeah, cause I had to see how that played out. I could have quit so many times, but I just had to see how that story played out and how those characters evolved. And so yeah, Persona 5 is another one on that list. A dub. Absolutely. Oh, do you have anything else before we get out of here? Any final words? Uh, any final words? The holidays are upon us. I know your bellies and your fridges are full of turkey and gravy and stuffing bread. <laughs> <laughs> Macaroni and cheese that hopefully somebody talented put together. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. This, it, it's, it's, it's a good time. Be safe out there. Don't take any unnecessary risks. You know, just eat food, enjoy your days off, or they already happened already. And yeah, let's get back to it. Let's close out this year strong, and then let's look toward another sunrise. Well, this is Control Issues. I am the AMC. Control Issues. Thank you for playing. Suckers. Suckers.